0: You bet. Just a few minutes after uh, four o'clock here. Yeah, the phone lines are open. You also have the option of star 9898 on your cell as well. We'll talk all about medical leaves and get to a bunch of emails as we continue here. You want to send one along, no problem, help at com, And we will uh, guaranteed pretty much make reference several times during the show to the Severance Pay Calculator. Again, you can venture there on your own time as we sit here and chat over the next hour. SeverancePayCalculator.com is the uh, it's a place to go to find out. We will get into more detail as the show continues here. Phone lines are open, ready for your calls, 604-280-9898. But first, we always start with the uh, the week that was. Brother, how are you?
1: Hey, Johnny. Uh, great uh, Great to be back here uh, to yeah, be man. doing our show here, our, uh, our show that we've been doing for a while, informing and educating everyone and anyone about employment law, and workplace rights, a good time to learn about those things right now. Uh there's uh you know, there's a lot of issues that come up this time of year uh as companies are, are you know ending fiscals and are trying yeah. to figure out, you know, what's what's next, what changes do we need to make, do we need to cut back? Uh, and you may find yourself, even though you've done nothing wrong, I may find yourself in a situation where a decision's been made to part ways with you. And if that happens, you need to understand your rights. Here's the the good news. The good news is in this province, employment rights are quite extensive. They're quite good, but the law cannot help you unless you understand it, unless you let it. So this show is about informing you about those rights, informing you about what you need to know in the workplace, because things are not always going to be rosy. They're always going to be surprises, and the next time something happens, if you listen to our show and you call in and, and uh you know, you not afraid to ask questions. The next time something happens, you'll know you're right. So don't be bashful. Let's talk. Call us right now on this show, let's ask questions uh, and let's get some answers. Uh but week there was, John, as you said, couple situations that came across my desk uh just uh, over the past few days or so. Uh first uh, madam, I'll tell you about it I spoke with a lady that had worked for about fifteen years a uh, regular job monday to friday 9 to 5 round and round we go you could you could set your watch to it uh so she was perfectly content and happy with her job well except uh, a couple of weeks ago her employer made a decision saying that she's going to have to work every other saturday as well now uh this posed a problem for her for a number of reasons one of which was she actually had a part-time job on the weekends she didn't want to have to leave that job and she didn't want to have to work uh, another day every other week Uh, So she went to her employer and she said, well, you know, I don't want to do this. Well, her employer pulled out uh, her employment agreement that she had signed 15 years ago and showed her that it said that you may be required employee to work weekends. So I'm just doing what your employment agreement allows Mm -hmm. me to do. uh, So you have no choice. That's when she called me. And she thought, well, I guess that's it. But Leor, is there anything that I can do here? So this is an interesting situation. She signed an employment agreement that specifically gives the company the power to make her work on weekends. But here's the the real situation. Over the past 15 years, the company lost the ability to rely on that term in the contract because through their actions, through their conduct, they established a new reality, the reality that she only works Monday to Friday. So because of that, given what they've done for 15 years consistently, They can't go back to the agreement that says, well, wait a second, we can make you work weekends. No, they've established a work week, a consistent work week, Mm -hmm. a work week that she relied on and depended on. And because of that, John, they can't make her work weekends. So what does it mean for her? It means that if they insist on this, this is a constructive dismissal. This is a big change telling you you have to work on the weekend now as well. So I told her, talk to them, try to convince them, explain to them why it doesn't make sense, why you can't do it and don't want to do it. But if they say, too bad, we're doing it anyway, you have the option to treat that as a termination. And after 15 years of service, she'll be owed more than a year's pay. And because of that, uh, you know, she, she can make that decision and, and she's interested in doing that. A re- important reminder there, of course, about changes to the terms of employment. An employer does not have a right to make those changes. If they do, that could be a termination. And beyond that, even though you may have had an agreement that gives the company the right to do something if over the years they did not take advantage of that right, if over the years a new reality has been created, that is now what your, inter- your terms of employment are. Company can't go back and rely on what you signed all these years ago, John.
0: It's interesting you say over the years. Is there a, is there a best before date and expiration date on that? Because legally it was in her employment contract that they could do that. When's, uh, when does it become null and void?
1: I would say after a couple of years, if in a couple of years the company has established a new reality, in this case that she works, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, that is now the terms of employment. Uh, you know, two, even three years, but for her, John, after 15 years of working consistently, same time, same schedule, no, there's no way the company can go back to something she signed 15 years ago and try to hold her to it. It doesn't work that way.
0: Phone lines are wide open as we chat here and continue on. It is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Feel free to call us over the uh, next hour if you have any questions about what we're talking about, maybe your job, your boss, or a severance offer you've come across. Uh, What else you got going on?
1: Well, John, I've been doing this this job of mine as an employment lawyer for, gosh, uh, 16 years now. Uh, But every once in a while, a matter comes across my desk that really makes me uh, shake my head and this one has got to be probably one of the worst severance offers I've ever seen in all these years uh, that I've been doing this show, this show and all the years that I've been practicing law. And this came from our, our, one of our listeners on CKNW. So he called me earlier in this week. I spoke to him. He had been a, a sales manager for a company for 27 years. He's uh, in his mid-60s. Uh, And as a sales manager, he had a base salary of $60,000, but plus commissions, he made about $100,000 a year, inclusive of Mm -hmm. commissions. He was let go because of restructuring, nothing to do with him. Now, what they offered him is 16 weeks' pay based on his base salary only, which is $60,000. So that 16 weeks' pay is about $18,000. So they offered him $18,000 in severance. Well, John, he was owed, he is owed. 24 months' pay based on his total compensation, which is $100,000. So 24 months' pay is $200,000. Wow. So the severance that he's owed is $200,000. He was offered $18,000. Unless my math is off here, that's a difference of about 180, more than $180,000 difference here. So this guy was talking to me, and I'm telling him, sir, you're owed another $180,000, That is insane. That is crazy why a company (laughs) thinks that they could let someone go after all these years, you know, in his mid 60s, uh, you know, good compensation and pay him, uh, gosh, $180,000 less than what he's owed. That is silly. That is ridiculous. But it's true and it's happened to this gentleman that I spoke with this week. Now, you're out there, if you're listening to us right now, you may not be owed an extra $180,000. Chances are probably are not owed that much but chances are you're owed something significant as well. Maybe it's 20000 maybe it's $50,000. But the vast majority of people, when they lose their job, are owed mm-hmm. a heck of a lot more than what they're offered. I'm talking over 90% of people. So if you're staring at that severance offer right now, I can almost guarantee you that you're owed much more, okay? And then maybe it's not $180,000 more, but it's a lot more. So do what this person did, call me, Go to severancepaycalculator.com. Now, the bad news for him was that he's owed an an extra hundred, or that he was shortchanged one hundred eighty thousand. The good news is, it's not going to be difficult to resolve. I've already started working on this, and hopefully, by the time uh, we get back on the air again next week, uh, he would have gotten much more than what he was offered.
0: I mean, this case is, um, you know, dollar wise is pretty extreme, but it's not always the case where the employer's doing it to be sneaky. Sometimes they're just ignorant themselves. They haven't got a good legal team or an HR team to enlighten them as to their full, uh, you know, as to how much they should owe somebody, right?
1: Spot on. You're absolutely right. In fact, in this case, I think that's what happened. This was a company mm-hmm. that was headquartered in the United States. And right. it's quite likely that the decision was made somewhere in the U.S. by an HR person or by even by a lawyer uh, in the U.S that doesn't know what our laws here are in BC, that doesn't understand that employment laws are are very different in BC than they are in whatever, name your state in the US. Uh, And so this may not be a bad company. This may just be a company that doesn't understand or appreciate their obligations. But the good news is, John, uh, when I'm done, they'll definitely appreciate those obligations, and they'll understand that they have to pay this guy uh, a lot more than what they've offered
0: him. No kidding. We're going to take our uh, first wee break for the uh, for the afternoon. you want to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you and your questions and comments. You're scratching your head. Bring it on. That's why the show is here each week. It is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Employment Hour just getting warmed up right here on CKNW. You bet you got all kinds of time to ask your employment, your job, your severance questions again, star ninety eight ninety eight on your cell as well. In that regard, moving right over the phones, our top priority. Tom, thank you for calling this afternoon, Paula. Uh, how are you?
2: Um, a year ago in December or November, last November, I've been with this company for twenty three years and the two nephews kinda took over the company. And they just called me into the office and they said, you're terminated. Well, on the way home, I, you know, my mind, I actually cried. I couldn't believe it because I devoted myself to this company. And then I come in the next day and they're saying, sign, sign, sign. And the only mistake I made was I, was, I didn't tune you people in sooner because I signed. And they offered me $1,000 or gave me $1,000 oh for every year that I was there, so I ended up with $17,000 after tax. But out of curiosity, and they give bonuses every July and um, uh, December based on how many hours you put in, and I was putting in more hours than most people.
1: But out of curiosity, what, ch-
0: what could, have I
1: gotten, could have I gotten more so, Tom, you you were there for 20 something years. What kind of a job? What were you doing there? It was a roofing manufacturer.
2: I was a a shipper receiver and then a machine operator. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got it. And, and how old are you, Tom?
2: Well, when <laughs> I was 70 I'm 75 now. I was 73 and I can st- I'm still working, but I could Good out any of them guys there and you know, when you devote yourself, and I mean devote, and yep. then they turn around and, and uh, sign, 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 and my mind is way...
1: Uh, I wow. didn't even know what world I was in. Tom, mm-hmm. what, what was uh, your salary? What were you earning a year, approximately? Between seventy-nine oh, dollars
2: and uh, 100000
1: Oh, my God. Tom, oh, my God. I, I don't want to even say this. I really don't, uh, but... <laughs> but you called and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tell you you were owed potentially as much as 2 years pay okay and you were from 20 to 24 months pay so again I'm not a math whiz but if your average compensation let's say is $80,000 then potentially 160,000 before tax is what you were owed okay and oh man oh man I, I I and you did sign it you signed it kind of the next day Yeah
2: they you know they um if I didn't sign you know they were saying, "Well, you won't get it," and uh, hmm. yeah. and um, my yeah. mind wasn't even there. I just signed, and even the boss's brother was saying, "Tom, don't sign. They're ripping you off." But I panicked because Tom, I they they did they rip you off,
1: man. They, they they really did, and and I wish there was something they could do about that. I I understand completely the pressure that you feel. Of course, you feel that pressure and you're concerned, and you're, you're probably not thinking straight because you didn't expect it. But despite well, no, that. I, you know, like, like the
2: owners of the company were great to me all the years. They are good people, but why these two nephews, um, first of all, he says, oh, your work has deteriorated. Well, that's funny when I'm putting in more hours than anybody else there and I'm bringing in yeah. more money than, you know, they, um, it, you know, after I signed it, I started listening to your program Oh,
1: gosh! and
2: then, you know, um, I didn't know my rights, and that's why it's so important people listen to what you say. It's so important.
1: Well, thank you, Tom. I really do appreciate those comments, and I I really, really do wish there was something I could do to, to help you in this situation. Unfortunately, because you signed, despite everything you told me, which makes so much sense about why you signed, but despite that, you still can't get out of what you signed, and, and all I can do is make sure that there's a lesson there for everyone listening, yeah. uh, that you, you're going to feel that pressure when you lose your job. You're going to be told you have to sign by this deadline or else. And you're, you're not going to be thinking straight. And you're going to be shocked and upset. Uh, and and you, you're not going to be in the best position to make a decision despite that. If you're listening right now, you know what to do. You cannot sign that off, off on that offer. You cannot accept it. You call me you email me. You go to severancepaycalculator.com. You call another employment lawyer if you don't want to talk to me, but you do not sign it until you've gotten that advice. If you do, you're going to find out when it's too late that you have lost out on money that you're owed. Don't let that happen to you.
0: Good time to uh, reiterate this as well. Help at employmenthour.com to contact your email and to contact uh, Lior. And the team, 604-283-3123. Again, write it down, 604-283-3123. I want to move on to uh, to Jennifer. Jennifer, thank you for hanging on the line. How are you this afternoon?
3: I'm um, well. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Great. No worries. What's up?
3: So uh, I know that this there's nothing I can do about it now, but for anybody coming up who runs into the same problem, uh, 10 years ago... I worked for one of the casino chains around here and um, I had been there for 10 years and I got gotten pregnant for my first time and I had a miscarriage after three months and t- took a short amount of time off work. They gave me, they said I could stay away for two weeks. I came back after five days and uh, when I got back, they basically thought that I lied about the pregnancy to get time off work. So, um, wow. they made me jump through hoops in the middle of things that doctors were trying to do for me at the time. And they were not at all sympathetic to letting me get procedures done and then get back to them. And I didn't want to lose my job. So I did what they asked and, uh, in the end, I took them to human, the Human Rights Tribunal, and I fought them on my own. Uh, when we were in session together with the arbitrator, the arbitrator looked at their lawyers and basically said, you realize she does have a case." And at that point, they kind of shut up because <laughs> he was supposed to remain impartial, mm-hmm. but he did not. And uh, they gave me $15,000 which I think was really, really low. Uh, but I had no choice. I tried to call other lawyers to see if they would take my case, but nobody would. So again, I felt pressured into just taking what I could and leaving.
1: Well, well, you know, I, I, I certainly think you wrote more than $15,000. You don't need me to tell you. That what they did, of course, was wrong. It was wrong in, in many respects, you know, from a from a, a moral standpoint, uh, from an ethical standpoint, but of course, from a legal one as well. Uh, you, if you're you're pregnant and because of that uh, you suffer consequences, irrespective of the fact that, unfortunately, uh, you lost a baby. Of course, it's a human rights violation. It could be a constructive dismissal. It could be a few other things as well, uh, breach of the Employment Standards Act. You know, I, I probably would have pursued it differently than through the Human Rights Tribunal. I probably would have pursued it through the court system. Be that as it may, you know, I, I, I hope that you were able to move forward from this up uh, in a positive way and hopefully you're working out a place where they treat you better. Uh, what a terrible situation to have. Uh, hopefully uh, this employer learned its lesson and, and there's a very important lesson there for everyone. Uh, treat people right. Yeah. Treat people with respect. And when it comes to pregnancy, when it comes to parental leave, uh, when it comes to those issues, the law really doesn't have any sense of humor. You have to do the right thing. You have to treat people with respect. And if you don't, there's going to be significant consequences.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried to find a lawyer, but nobody would want to take it. So I had no choice but to go to human rights.
1: I understand. I understand. Well, thank you very much, uh, Jennifer, for the call, and and, uh, wishing you certainly all the best uh, in the future and good
0: health. Got a couple minutes here before we take a uh, short break. Terry, going to slide you in, though. Uh, How are you this afternoon?
3: Awesome. Hi. Um, I'm fine. I'm actually calling with regards to a company that my mom works for. It recently got bought out, and the new company that's coming in is trying to get them to sign contracts that has Uh all sorts of really weird clauses that they didn't have before, like unpaid overtime, um, non-competitive clauses, right? And really, like their benefits have just been slashed to pretty much nothing. And I was wondering, like, is is that the kind of case that could be a sort of a wrongful dismissal? Because she's been with the company for over ten years.
1: Absolutely, and, and anytime the terms of employment are being changed, irrespective of whether it's a, as a result of a of a sale or another transaction, the company doesn't have a right to do that. Your your mom has a right to have her terms of employment maintained. So she absolutely should not sign something that changes the terms of employment. And, and potentially, you've identified a number of things, but there's potentially more things in that agreement that could be uh, as problematic or more problematic than the things that you've identified. So what do you do? Well, first of all, I want to see the agreement myself. Okay. Let me look at it. Let me read it. Let me, let me tell you and your mom exactly what it means and what it does. Ultimately, if we agree that it's a bad agreement, she should not sign it. One of two things will happen if she doesn't. They'll either back off, and they're just... Okay. No problem. She doesn't have to sign it. She continues on the same basis or they'll terminate her in which case she's owed severance. But trust me when I tell you that it may be better to lose your job with severance than to sign an agreement that down the road is going to come back to haunt you and cost you uh, and be very problematic. So have her contact me. Let me see the agreement and let's go from there,
0: Terry. Terry, appreciate that call. Please follow through 604-283-3123 to get a hold of Lior and his crew. Email as well, help at employmenthour.com. We'll continue with your phone calls after a short break, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. It is the Employment Hour right here on CKNW. And just like that, we are right back at it. Phone calls, no problem. Tons of time for you to call in. Ask your question, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We will move along to uh, to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, thanks for hanging in this afternoon. How are you?
4: Good, thanks. So here's Good, what's going on? Um, my wife worked for a company, and the building caught on fire, and she was Uh, basically laid off her and a bunch of other girls that worked in the office because the building caught on fire. But her job, she could work from home. So they set her up with uh, computer access and she would do, um, you know, uh, licensing trucks and truck repairs. The guys were phoning her for, hey, I've got a flat tire. I've been in an accident. What do I do? And so forth. So she found out that there was three new vehicles that uh, was purchased. So she went to the shop because it was only a a portion of the building that burnt down. And she went in and said, Hey, you know, do you want me to get these vehicles uh, numbered and insured and so forth? And the uh, boss said, no, no, we're good. Which she thought was kind of weird. So she came back home because she was working from the house and she actually had, vehicles in our driveway getting repairs done to them from a private company that had to be done. And a few days later, she got a text from the boss. and It said, uh, I guess you're moving on now. Thank you very much. And what do you mean by that? So basically, she was fired by text. So she contacted him through email, and he said, well, uh, his text was, well, we had until... May to call you back but we're not going to call you back now we've fired you but and we've also replaced your job with someone from within and she worked for the company for two years so the company did pay her two weeks salary or severance or whatever you want to call it and that was it um is there anything that she can do or like you know she got fired by tech
1: <laughs> now how long ago was this uh, jeff uh about two months ago okay and uh how old, uh, how old is your wife uh 52. okay so here's the thing despite that it's a a pretty crappy way to to deal with someone is to let them go by way of text legally speaking that is not so much the issue the issue really comes down to severance because they're allowed to let her go even though there's maybe not be a good reason even though they gave the job to someone else even though they they weren't very nice when they let her go through text ultimately what comes down to it's comes it comes down to how much severance she's owed now if she's been there for 2 years you told us a bit about her job and and she's 52 she's owed about 4 months pay and and you told me i think she got 2 weeks pay so yeah. yes what can be done here is to get her full entitlements which again about 4 months pay could even be slightly more than that. Uh, w- what is your wife earning? What was her salary approximately? About uh, about
4: forty-seven thousand
1: a year. Yeah. So I mean, we're talking significant difference. It could easily be on know, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars here. So in, in this situation, I, what I want her to do, uh, Jeff, is I want her or, or you to reach out uh, to me off air. Let's uh, talk about this. Let's get some more particulars. I want to find out more about her job. I want to see those text messages that you referred to. But ultimately, yeah, of course, she's owed much, much more than two weeks' pay. And because it's only been a couple months since this happened, not a problem. We can easily deal with this and, and get your wife the compensation that she's owed.
4: Oh, sounds good. Um, you want to throw your phone number back out there again so I can write that down?
0: Yep. You bet, Jeff. I got it for you uh, right now. 604-283-3123. Again, 604 604-283- 283 3123, an email works as well, help at employmenthour.com. Anytime you want to go to the website, that would be a vancouveremploymentlawyers.ca as well. You know, moving on to medical leaves in a minute here, but some really, you know, opposite end of the of the spectrum phone calls here tonight. I can't help but think about the gentleman that called in uh, during the last break who just got, I mean, screwed and tattooed yeah. with with severances to the tune of $100,000 plus. I mean, that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable
1: but but this is the the second story such so, story that we heard on this show, and it's you know it's yeah. only been thirty five minutes since we started this show mm-hmm. uh, you know, the first one was on the week that was and I, I John I talk to people every single day uh when they contact me they It may be already too late and and I always have to give bad news and it's, and it's not always a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred and eighty thousand dollars sometimes it's thirty five thousand dollars. But that doesn't make it any better. Uh, if, no. if you're owed $35,000 and unfortunately you didn't know and you didn't uh, do anything about it and accepted less. So right now, if you're listening to the show, you now are part of the informed out there. You know better. But you have friends. You have families. You have colleagues. You need to make sure that they're just as informed. Because yeah. if they accept $100,000 less and you knew you could do something about it, well, that's that's not cool. Okay? That's on you at that point. So make sure that uh, you spread the word. And if, if you don't think that I'm a nice guy, you don't think you want to work with me, that's not a problem. At least you know now that you or your colleagues should seek advice if they lost your job. Don't let that happen to you. And, and remember, friends, don't let friends sign off on severance packages. Very important.
0: Yeah, it's like that caller said, it's so important that we do this show, and that is the reason why, just to enlighten everybody. Uh, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We've still got plenty of time this afternoon for you to call in and ask your questions, tell us your stories as well. That's uh, that's why we're here. Medical leave. So we talk a bit about this. We had a caller when it had to do with a a miscarriage, so a similar thing. So if someone has to be away from work for medical reasons, what do they need to do?
1: Yeah. And, and we get questions like that on the show often. I certainly get them at the mm-hmm. office all the time. But medical medically, I need to go off. I'm sick. I'm not well. At, whether it's an yeah. injury, whether it's a, uh, some sort of a disease, whatever it is, what do I do? Well, it's quite simple. In fact, it couldn't be more simple. All yeah. you need to do in order to be off work is to have something from a doctor. That's it. You need a doctor's note that says, I can't work. Or the doctor's note that says, this person is my patient and, and will not be able to go back to work. Now, that doesn't have to have a that don't doesn't have to have a definite date. It doesn't have to say for a day, for a week. Sometimes it could be open-ended because the doctor may not know when you can come back to work. But that's all you need. Now it could be from your family doctor, even be from a walk-in clinic. If you're seeing uh, some sort of a specialist, that's fine. You can get a note from that specialist. But ultimately, to be off work, you need a doctor's note and that's it. The employer cannot question that. The employer can't refuse it. Once you have that doctor's note, the employer doesn't have a choice. There's no uh, course of action that's available to the employer. Get that doctor's note, take off the time you need to go uh, to get better and make sure you get better.
0: Is there a length of time, for uh, meaning how long can an individual be off if they're away for medical reasons? You can be off as
1: long as you need to. As long as a doctor says you can be off, that's fine. comes back to the doctor. If a doctor says you need to be off for a day, that's fine. For a week, for a month, for a year, or even longer than that. That's it. As long as you're getting treatment, as long as you have a doctor that agrees that you need to be off work, then you can be off work. There's no definite time. And it's not up to the employer to decide you can only be off for two weeks or two months. Nonsense. No. You can be off as long as you need to and you still continue to be an employee. You continue to accrue seniority. You continue to have a right to to go back to work. You can be off as long as needed, but make sure you have that doctor's note and any pressure that the employer puts on you to to shorten it, to uh, to get another opinion, to uh, do anything other than listen to your doctor's advice, that is wrong and illegal.
0: What happens to my job while I'm not there?
1: Well, remember, an employer also does have an obligation, oh, sorry, a, a right to run its business, right? So let's be, on, be clear on that, that if you're in a position and, and you're going to be off for a long period of time, the employer does have a right to say, well, I need to run my business, so I need right. to have someone in this position. So your employer does have the ability, if it needs to, to replace you while you're off. That, that said, the fact that your employer replaced you doesn't mean you're not an employee, In fact, when you're ready to come back to work, what has to happen is your employer needs to make a real effort to take you back. They need to look at all options, including your old job, other jobs, and see where they can fit you in in a position that makes sense. They have to do that legitimately. They can't avoid doing that. They can't say, we don't want to. Now, if legitimately the employer tried to look for a position and legitimately there's no position for you, at Mm -hmm. that point, they can terminate with severance. The problem, John, is, and I've seen this happen hundreds of times, that an employer does not try to find a position, does not look hard enough to or or make proper efforts to bring the person back from uh, medical leave. If your employer doesn't do that, that could be a wrongful dismissal, that could be a human rights violation, that could be other things as well, but it's wrong and it's illegal. So remember, you still maintain your status as an employee and you still have a right to have your employer try to bring you back.
0: Let's take a short break. We'll get to more of your phone calls. Patrick, I see you there. Hang on the line. Don't go anywhere for you as well. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Employment Hour continues on CKNW. Been a very cool and busy hour thus far. Thank you for all your phone calls. You really do make the show. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. In that regard, moving on to, uh, to Patrick. Hey, Patrick, good afternoon, and thank you for hanging on through the break. How are you?
5: Good. No problem. Hanging on. Um, Yeah, with my situation here, I work at an non-union place. That isn't the problem. The problem is, is uh, recently they had person who was doing the payroll there at this place uh, retire late last year, and they decided they wouldn't fill the position and they were going to have ADP do it. So... Early this year, ADP started issuing our paychecks. I think we've had three from them. Now, the first one, they weren't up to speed. But on all our paychecks, every two weeks when we get paid, it shows the amount, you know, of income tax and everything. And it shows the amount put into your holiday account. And then on that, you have an increase in your total amount. And the second paycheck I got, and that was... uh, a little over two weeks ago, there was a sudden increase in the amount I was getting on my vacation pay. It went up about roughly 20%, but -hmm. suddenly I had about another four and a half days added to my total. So I took that and the earlier uh, pay stub and the last pay stub that the, uh, the, the employer had supplied... And I said, look, I think maybe you've given me too much money here. So they said, okay, we will thank you. Just leave this with us, and we'll take care of it. Come back. So I did. So uh, I went back last week, and they said, yes, we've got everything ironed out. And the one person came out, uh, one of the top people from HR, and said, uh, yes, everything's fine. And I said, well, uh, you know, I had this amount before. And now I've got more, and I've suddenly got about four and a half days more. And I wanted an explanation, and uh, they didn't give me an explanation. They said, in the end, they said we we just can't explain it, but it's all it's all okay. That's what you're owed. And I said, am I going to be getting this increased amount moving forward? And they said, yes, you're going to be getting that much more every uh, two weeks. So I think for a long time, I've been shortchanged on my vacation amount.
1: Yeah, it, it sounds that way, and that was exactly what I was thinking. You know, if all of a sudden, you know, ADP comes in and maybe they know a bit more about what they're doing and uh, they're doing it right and maybe things weren't done uh, as right before. So, so. You are allowed to get answers to these questions, and, and they're, they're, they have to disclose this information, and in fact, to the extent that you're owed money, they have to pay that. Now, if you cannot reach a deal with them, or if they, if you cannot get them to, to co- uh, cooperate with you and give you the information that you need to determine uh, whether you're owed something, your best recourse is to file a complaint with the Employment Standards Branch. How because an employee is
5: required. Because I've had this amount of holidays for a number of years. Now yeah. I, I've been working only four days a week for a number of years. Right. But I still get four um you know, uh, I, I get that percentage, you know, hmm. that I uh, was allowed after seven years. And I've been there twenty years. So, so I think this you, has you been can go going back two years.
1: Time. Unfortunately you can only go back two years. Oh, okay. But But hey, listen, two years is is better than than nothing, of course. So if you cannot get the information that you need and and, and potentially the compensation that you owed from the company, then your best recourse, as I was saying, is to file a complaint with the employment standards branch, which is going to come in, is going to require your employer to give them the accounting for the past two years. And to the extent that you owed money, they're going to calculate what that is and, and, and order the company to pay it to you. So that is your, your, your best recourse here. Uh, now I can also help you by sending a letter, but I do think for these types of matters, the employment standards branch is the place to go. It doesn't cost you anything. They're pretty efficient at doing that. Uh, so that's, that's your, your course of action. You can go back two years, uh, here, Patrick. Uh, and potentially you owed, uh, significant compensation over that period of time, depending on, on, uh, you know, how your vacation was calculated during that
0: time. Patrick, appreciate the call. Going to move on. If you want to reach out any further, ask any more questions, no problem. 604-283-3123. Medical leaves. So does it matter if the employer has or doesn't have a disability plan, then what goes down?
1: It does not matter. Let's be very clear. Some employers have a disability plan that allows you to get paid by by an insurance company if you go off. Some companies don't have that. By whether or not the company has it or not does not change your ability to go off on a medical leave. Okay, You can go off on a medical leave regardless. As long as you're unable to work and you're, you have a doctor that backs that up, you can be off as long as you need to. Now, if you have a disability plan, then that insurance company should be paying you while you're off. If you don't have that disability plan, you may be able to get that uh, disability benefits uh, from the government through either uh, EI or CPP. Uh, But beyond that regardless of that you can be off work John regardless of whether the company has a disability plan
0: Gonna move on to the phones here in just a sec. I think we got uh, we got Rita here if I could just there it is Hi Rita. How are you? Good afternoon?
5: Hi Uh, My friend worked for seven years and uh, she got let go and she got I think seven or eight weeks of severance for no reason They didn't give any notice
1: and you said you worked for seven years. Yeah. And what, what what was your friend doing? What was your job?
5: Uh, she was an orthodontist assistant.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, orthodontist assistant, sure. And, and uh, how old approximately is your friend? Uh, in,
5: uh, Thirty. In
1: in her thirties.
5: Yeah.
1: So she would be owed easily six months, pay. Okay, easily uh so and you said she they gave her maybe seven or eight weeks pay well obviously that is a lot less than what she's owed so she she's been wrongfully dismissed i'm not too surprised to hear that oftentimes you know doctor's office dentist's office uh good people smart people great at what they do but not so good necessarily on the employment law front so you please you've done the right thing by calling us on this show but do the next step which is just to have your friend to call me at the office we'll give you my number here in a second and let me speak to her and let me help her get the compensation that she's owed because she could easily be owed as much as six months' pay, even potentially a bit more than that.
5: And she accepted that money went into her account.
1: Well, it, unless she signed something that that uh, releases no, the company, whether sign. or not she took the money and deposited, that doesn't matter. So I would want to know from mm-hmm. her that she have to sign something. What did she sign? She uh, didn't sign
5: anything.
1: Then, then there's no problem. Then we can still pursue it. Uh, but I wouldn't sit on this. Uh, I, I would have her call me as soon as possible.
0: Thanks, Fred. appreciate the call. And uh, to make that phone call very simple, 604-283-3123, help at employmenthour.com. Still got a couple minutes here. We're going to keep talking about uh, all about medical leaves. Um, you mentioned disability coverage um, through work or otherwise. Uh, what do you do, a, if you don't get approved for disability coverage or you get cut off? That happens.
1: It happens. It happens often. It happens way more often than it should. Yeah. Uh, an insurance yeah. company may tell you, that's it. You're, you're, you're being cut off. We think that you should go back to work. Well, guess what? It's not up to the insurance company to decide if you go back to work. It's up to you and your doctor. And if you don't think you can go back to work and your doctor agrees with you, then your insurance company should not be cutting you off. But they, despite this, they might and they often will. They're in the business often of getting you off their payroll and trying to get you back to work, even if you're not ready. Bad idea, you can hurt yourself, you can cause a lot of problems. So what do you do? Well, you deal with the insurance company. Oftentimes they assume that if they cut you off, you'll just accept it and move on. And most people will because they don't know any better. They don't know that these things are not difficult to resolve. So if you've been cut off by your insurance company, if they've denied your claim, uh, if they're not paying you what they should be paying you, despite the fact that you've been paying into this uh, policy plan, you call me. Okay, let me deal with the insurance company. Let my team deal with the insurance company. Let them, let let us hold them to the bargain, which is they have to pay you as long as you're unable to work. Right. We will do that. We'll make sure they pay you. Don't try to fight them on your own. It's not even a fair fight at that point. Call me. Let's talk. Let's make sure that we deal with the insurance company and don't ever accept being cut off when your doctor says you should still be off work
0: we got uh about a minute glenn so uh quickly what's your question
4: yeah um i've heard of a couple instances where younger kids working in restaurants were uh, told that they were being let go because money was missing and the next thing you know uh, nobody pursued any charges or anything like that and the kids didn't bother Mm -hmm. going to get any severance and I'm wondering, is is this the kind of intimidating tactic that uh, your guest hears that much about, where they just get the kids walk away, don't go looking for money? and in return get will
1: take a recommendation, but they've been accused of something mm-hmm. yeah. serious. Yeah, no, we, we, because we, yeah. we're, we're short on time. I see this happening all the time. Remember, the employer has to prove that the employee did something wrong. If they didn't, if the employer can't prove it, the employer has to pay them compensation. And don't just walk away, whether you're a kid working at a part-time job or someone more senior. If you didn't do something wrong and you lost your job, you owed compensation, no exceptions. You call me, I'll deal with it.
0: That is it for this uh, particular show. Thank you so much for all the wonderful phone calls this afternoon. We will reconvene next Sunday at this time. Until then, 604-283-3123 to get a hold of uh, Leor and the crew. Help at employmenthour.com. And always, always, always don't sign anything and consult severancepaycalculator.com as well. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour on CKNW.